Welcome to Shape by Faith with your host, Teresa Rowe. To find out more about Shape by Faith and Teresa Rowe, please visit shapebyfaith.com or visit the YouTube channel, Facebook, or Instagram. And now, here is Teresa Rowe. Welcome to Shape by Faith. We shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. My guest today is Brother Randy Lanham. And That's right, Brother yeah. from Another Mother. I know, <laughs> right? Um, yes. So, Randy, you're the educational director. I don't know how you got that. I'm kidding. At the International Bluegrass <laughs> Music Museum. And you're also a professional musician and a pest. I'm just kidding. You're a professional museum. I think well, you better. <laughs> well, you and I, we can joke with each other like that because uh, I am very blessed. And, and I can say the same for you. I'm just kidding. We, ha- You and I have been able to work together the past, what, five or six years on, on Shape by, Shaped by Faith show and the yeah. project volunteer show and we've oh, just yeah. become the best of friends and you are you i mean all joking aside you're 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 like a sister to me so like you know anytime i talk to you or see you around you you know you feel like you're just a sister so we can pick on each other i right? know yes we can we can um today um we're going to talk about a lot of different things that that you're doing in your ministry and and how god has just opened the doors for different things and and of course your tv show project volunteer that's broadcast into millions of homes uh, nationwide. And that's such a blessing. And we're going to talk about the Christmas Jamboree, but first we're going to talk about, um, your grandfather. Um, yeah. we're going to talk about him. So, but before that, and I think I know the answer to this, but how would you explain your passion for for music? Well, it came from my granddad, John Lanham. He- he passed away about three years ago, but since I was 11 years old, he just, I remember as a young boy, just watching and listening to him play and he made it look so much fun. He was always having so much fun with his friends jamming or doing shows or whatever that or playing at nursing homes or whatever that was. He always was having the best time. And as a young boy, I said, I want some of that. I want to learn to do that. I want to be just like my granddad, play the fiddle and have fun like he's doing. And that's where that came from, that that this desire to want to learn to play because not only was he having fun, everybody he was jamming with was having fun. Everybody that was listening was having fun. It just created such a great family environment. And that's what I've always loved about this music is it's very family oriented if you're talking about the old time the bluegrass the gospel the the old country that folk style of music has always been very family oriented that means you have all ages in there singing people dancing clogging square dances and it's just it's always been a blast for me and then as i got older started to enter the professional level of of playing music and and that, that's a whole nother level. And that was a lot of fun. And don't get me wrong when I say that, but it was definitely a season in my life traveling on the road with some country singers. I wouldn't trade it for anything, Teresa, but it's definitely, it's, it's a chapter that, you know, that in the book, I've, I've turned to a new chapter and I love now trying to pass that music on and teach others to not only love to play, but to share it with other people as well. 
Absolutely. So, so in the schools, you're also teaching the kids in the school. You're teaching at the um, International Bluegrass Music Museum. So, I mean, you're doing a lot and and you're sharing your passion of music. I think that is so cool that when God gives us, because he's the one who gives us those certain talents and giftings to actually to be able to implement that in what you do on a daily basis in your job, at your work. Um, it, it's just a beautiful thing. And and that's why people so enjoy learning from you and others like you, because you have that passion, you know, and you know, you know that, you know, Randy, that that gifting to be able to play the fiddle and it is straight from God above. Absolutely. It, it truly is a gift. All of us have talents. A lot of times when you say the word talent, people automatically think of somebody that plays an instrument or sings or a songwriter or an artist or an actress or whatever that is. But that talent looks so many, so many different ways. Everybody's got something they can do. And that's what, why you and I are so blessed to do the project volunteer TV shows, because we see so many people using all of their different talents many of which you and I <laughs> cannot even touch, but we get to see You're them right. share that with others, right? <laughs> we cool can try. That? We can try our best as a volunteer. <laughs> and that's the beauty of yeah. volunteering. You know, you don't have to be that good at it. You can just right. have a willing heart to do it, to come alongside right. someone and volunteer. So how would you say music helps people who are maybe struggling or going through a difficult situation in their life. Oh my gosh. So I, you mentioned bluegrass music hall of fame and museum. What I'm trying to do right now is really focus on teaching other teachers and teaching more people to play instruments and sing and teaching those people then to play with others and then teaching those little groups to go out and serve in our community, especially to the people that cannot get out. So nursing homes, hospice, hospital patients, uh, you know, places like the Wendell Foster campus, uh, places where people can't always get out. We want to bring the music to them. But I got to tell you, God revealed to me during COVID, I saw all of these headlines always saying mental health crisis. And I read these articles about how that's going to last much longer than COVID. And as we all know, COVID's kind of out of the way now, but the mental health crisis is just beginning with all, you know, with all the things that's going on in our nation. It's so sad. Well, so he revealed to me during that time, I kept seeing it. I kept hearing him say to me, not an audible voice, but speaking to me saying, Randy, I have given you, this gift of music to be able to not only perform, but to teach people how to play instruments and to teach people how to play together and to teach them how to go out and use that in service. So I kept hearing him say that to me, I've given you this gift. You can help heal people through your music and it does heal people. It heals the people that learn how to play an instrument. I won't even go into all the scientific studies. You can y'all, whoever's listening, you can Google it yourself. You will find thousands of scientific studies on the benefits of not only listening to music, but learning how to play it. And then there's the side of then you play it. Then you play with others. Another benefit. 
then you go out and serve in a nursing home, even yet another benefit to you as well as the recipients that get to listen to that music. It is a total God thing. I see this every day, all the time. And he always reveals to me, he always gives me these little God winks saying, yes, Randy, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Keep going, keep teaching, keep reaching, keep sending these people out. And so I'm trying to grow this army of musicians that are just serving in our community. And that's my primary focus right now. You know, you can call me education director, but it's, it's really trying to teach other people to teach and send them out. And then, you know, Teresa, you know that I'm a dreamer. That's not, not, not a surprise. Absolutely. To so I envision creating a template of what works for us here in the Owensboro Davis County area and, and taking that to other communities and saying, you know what, you can use this model here and create something like this in your community. And, uh, and that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing, but it's all come from God. It's mm-hmm. all his, him putting it in inside of me, this, this urge, this idea, these visions that clearly speak. And it would be so easy just to, just to brush that off and be like, ah, eh, not me. <laughs> you know, you can't, you, yeah, I can't do that. But, mm-hmm. but you know, he just kept nudging me. So that that's what I'm doing right now. And I love every second of it. You know, the one, the one beauty of what you said is um, you have to have ears to hear. You have to listen um, to what God is saying to you and not only listen, but you have to take action and move towards that vision that he has given you. And he will help you each step of the way. It may seem difficult, but, and it may be years or days, I don't know, but I do know that when you are obedient, God brings things about for his glory and for his purposes. So we, we need to take a real quick break here, okay? We'll be right back with more Shape by Faith. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. My guest today is Randy Lanham. He is a musician and he is teaching others the art of music and how to share that gift with the world. You really are, Randy. Um, and I know I know you listen to God. I, I know you're obedient to him, but I also know you're not perfect. You know, I mean, you're like a brother. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> None of us are. And that's the beauty because he could use us all uh because he is perfect and we are not but that's that makes it even better I, it makes me feel so good that he can he can use somebody like you and I that are not perfect but his glory is going to shine through anyway and I just love that you don't I, you think know, I'm perfect read- Randy you don't think I'm perfect <laughs> well if anybody wants to see I got a few pictures, video clips you know, really? Okay, let's get into what we're here for, okay? So <laughs> where did you come up with the idea of having a John Lanham Jam Day? Yeah, so, well, Granddad passed away about three years ago around this time. And since he did love music so much and he loved to jam with other people, for those people out there listening to say, what is jam? Just yeah. jamming just means like getting together with other people that play music and play music so they could they're not necessarily people that you play in a band with but there are other people that play similar styles of music and similar songs so uh they get together and they just play music for hours and i grew up 
my whole life with with granddad uh just going to jams and we would jam for three four sometimes five or six hours sometimes without even a break we would just play and play and play music so just growing up around that knowing that granddad loved that i thought so randy Randy, all right as far as let's get back to jamming so you don't have sheet music in front of you 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 just have an ear to hear and and you pick up on what you need to play is that correct that is correct nobody a lot of times a lot of people in bluegrass gospel and no classic country don't read music. I, I grew up playing by ear. So mm-hmm. everything we always played, but that don't mean that everybody has to be that way. But right. uh, for the most part in the folk kind of music, people play by ear. So yeah, nobody brings music. Nobody, everybody just kind of takes turns saying, Hey, let's try this song. And whoever knows it will play along and, and then, you know, the next thing you know, you're you're just playing a bunch of similar songs together. And some people know the songs really well. Some people don't. But in a jam session, it don't really matter. Everybody's there to have fun. So, That's really neat. So um, what's yeah. the theme? What's the theme of uh, the John Lanham Jam Day? Yeah. So when we got together the first year, it was at the Bluegrass Music Hall of Fame Museum. We had about 150 people there jamming. It was just so it was a few months after granddad passed away it was so much fun i was like you know what this is something i wanted to do every year close to his birthday november 13th Mm -hmm. i said so last year we did it at the pioneer village which is uh inside of yellow creek park Mm -hmm. and the pioneer village those of you don't know has a bunch of old cabins an old schoolhouse some old barns and i always loved that place and i always envisioned in my head years ago I knew I would do some kind of a mini festival there. I didn't know what it was going to be, but I always knew years ago I wanted to do something because it's such a special place. So I thought this is a perfect time because granddad loved the old time music. He liked the old time feel. He actually had an old cabin, uh, you know, a bunch of old tractors. He loved antique stuff. So, so we decided to do it. This is our third year and it's, and it's, going to be even bigger and better uh we have actual scheduled bands playing un- under the pavilion uh my brother barry's going to be having his cloggers there so we'll have some dance but at noon that day by the way this is saturday october 28th uh, from 10 to 4 but at noon that day we are going to attempt to set a world record for the largest bluegrass band and we need anybody out there listening that if you play an instrument, if you're a singer, come on out and join us because we need a lot of people there to try to <laughs> set this world record. And so, what what is the world record, Brandy? For well, the yeah, what is well, it? There, there's not one for the largest bluegrass band. There's not one in the Guinness Book of World Records. They have not had anyone set this record, but they won't accept any anything below 250 people. But I don't have a lot of details i do know the rules and the regulations that i have gotten that we have to follow and i got all of that set in place i'm not going to go into all that because it's kind of complicated to be honest sure. with you but uh-huh. i got all that set in place so that you know how many ever people's there we're going to record it all we'll have it all and then send it in and they may or may not grant us the you know 
uh, that we are, in fact, the world's largest bluegrass band. We're gonna have fun anyway. So anybody, and we got I got a YouTube video. So if somebody's out there listening, saying, "Hey, that sounds cool," but I have no idea. I wouldn't even know where to start. If you go to YouTube and you, in the search engine you put "world's largest bluegrass band," the first video we'll see you. It will be me, and we're it's walking you through the song. Will the circle be unbroken in the key? And all, and it even has a chart there you can download and all that stuff. So I'm trying to be prepared. So anybody, any musicians or singer out there are like, eh, I don't know. I want you to be like, go there and then you can practice. You can feel more confident. Come there that day and join in. Your name will be entered into the world's largest bluegrass band. Hopefully. That is so neat. Okay. Let me ask you this. Um, you probably know it's probably in the rules or it's not. Can, if someone cannot physically be there, can they participate online with you guys? I mean, is that allowed? That is not allowed. You have Aww. to actually physically be there. Okay. Uh, you know, okay. but if, if if someone for fun, now I can't, I, I'm not going to, I'm going to be too busy to, to, to be Facebook live or whatever. I might try to do a Facebook live or, or something like that. Or if anybody's there or can call up a friend across yeah. the country and let them join in. I can't actually record that number, but they can certainly be a part of it if they want to. So that's, I, I really should try to figure out a way to be able to do some type of live broadcast. So people can eat, watch it if they're not there or join in at home, even if that number don't count. So I might you be, should I might hire me that. to do that, Randy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could come out, interview people. I don't want a hamburger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but I could interview. I'm just kidding. Okay, we can talk later. You got about the that. job. Okay, okay. So, all right, you're gonna have open mic. What does that mean? Does that mean participating with other people, or what do you mean by open mic? The open mic that day at ten o'clock is for anybody that wants to sing, play an instrument, and do a few songs. Maybe these are people that don't normally have a chance to perform for anybody. Mm -hmm. And uh, that'll be, you'll be able to walk up and do a couple songs within that hour. And then the rest of the day we got, you know, we have bands and dancers booked for the rest of the day, but from 10 to 11 AM, okay. anybody who wants to play can come again under the pavilion. We're going to have a little sound system uh -huh. and some live music and dance going on throughout the day. But then there's going to be jam sessions, hopefully 20, 30, maybe 40 different jam sessions all these people spread out all over the place playing music. That is so there's, all, there's also, there's food. There's a bunch yeah, of Tell me about that. Crafts. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about what, what else is going to be there. Yeah. Food. What kind of food? Food trucks? Well, the Knott's, Knott'sville Lions Club will be there. They always cooking hamburgers and hot dogs and chips and drinks and snacks. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then there's going to be other snacks snacks there available from some of the shelters that will benefit i want to talk about that here in a second but there's trick-or-treating there's games and activities there's going to be a petting zoo uh there's going to be a coffee truck there kona ice will be there oh coffee truck's and, important it really yes. is yeah that time of year is going to be nice to, you can go either way you can get hot coffee you can go to kona ice and get you know or you can do both one in okay. each hand but but yeah there'll be plenty there and usually the shelters that will benefit they, they will usually have some uh, waters and snacks available, too. So let me say this real quick. It is a free event, everyone, but we are trying to raise money for three local women's shelters. And that you have 30 Crossroads. seconds. 
Crossroads, <laughs> my sister's keeper, St. Benedict's Day Shelter. So any money we raise that day, come and, and please try to make a donation to one of those shelters. Okay. And that's Saturday, October 28th, 10 to 4, uh, Pioneer Village, Yellow Creek Park, John Lennon Jam Day. <laughs> We're going to carry this on in the next segment, so everyone stay tuned for more Shape by Faith. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. So, Randy, you were talking about, you know, um, the organizations that this event will benefit. So go over those again real quick. Yeah. So, you know, Granddad loved music. So obviously we're going to have some jamming. We're going to have a lot of music. But he also loved helping people. And he was one of my big influencers when I was young. And and uh, just by helping people, he, he was a volunteer fireman. He did lots of things. I won't even go into all of that, but he loved to help people. He was always generous. So I thought John Lanham Jam Day, not just get together and have fun playing music, but how about we do this as a benefit for somebody? So this year it's going to go to three women's and children's shelters. That's Crossroads, uh, Crossroads to Hope. They have an overnight emergency women's and children's shelter every night of the week, 365 days a year. Uh, any women and their children can come in there and get a hot meal, take a shower, wash clothes, and have a bed to sleep at night. Uh, my sister's keeper, which is really, really close to opening their doors, will be the same thing, just on the other side of town. Uh, and then we have Crossroads uh, Women's and Family Shelter is a, actually a day shelter. So some of these women uh, that don't have a place to go during the day can actually go to the St. Benedict's Day Shelter. And, you know, if it's really hot, really cold, whatever, they have a place they can go hang out, wash clothes, take a shower, get a meal and things like that. So all of these shelters are doing amazing things. A lot of people don't even know these shelters exist, but they're helping a lot of women and their children. So we wanted to benefit uh, them this year. So everything is, well, most everything is free. Of course, you know, uh, you have to pay for some of the things, but most everything's going to be free, no tickets or anything, but we are going to be asking for donations for those three shelters. So y'all come on out, join the band, or just at least listen, bring your family mm -hmm. out and enjoy the big day. Okay. So you learned that volunteering is so important to help other people, to give them a hand up. And you, and you learned that firsthand from uh, your grandfather, which is just, it's amazing. Um, you know, that's such a blessing. And, and from there you went on to, um, starting volunteer Owensboro, which, which really helps people realize, Hey, you can do this in your own community. And, and if you're in a different community, you can volunteer here. And I, and I love what you're doing with volunteer Owensboro and through volunteer Owensboro, of course, um, segued off project volunteer, which is so neat to have a show that actually shows people what they can do and what to expect when they volunteer. So you've got this big Lana Brothers Christmas show that's probably going to be sold out again, which is so amazing. You need a bigger venue, Randy. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about that, uh, the Christmas yeah. show. And anything else you want to talk about with volunteer Owensboro? Yeah, so yeah, I'll talk a little bit about the Christmas show. We'll circle back around on Project Volunteer, but the Christmas show is December the 9th. Uh, it's at the Bluegrass Music Hall of Fame and Museum inside the theater there, which is a 450-seat theater, and it is a state-of-the-art venue. Let me tell you, it is nice in there. But we have a uh, country singer, Brian White. If anybody listened to 
country music in the 90s, they remember this guy. He's a dear friend of mine. He'll be headlining. We got Mackenzie Bell, awesome fiddler, gonna be there. Wayne Morris, you know Wayne. We oh, work yeah. with Wayne. He's gonna Good be guy. there singing. Lucy Jago Cheney and Emmy Kate Williams. These young girls can sing. I mean, they are awesome. Foot Stomping Express Cloggers, but it is the show was actually December the 9th. We're having two shows, Teresa. One at 3 p.m. and one at 7 p.m. And we're already selling tickets like crazy, which is a huge blessing. But if anybody's interested, they can go to bluegrasshall.org and buy tickets. And I would, if you're planning on coming, I would buy them sooner or later because we are so super blessed to sell these shows out. And just, I'm so thankful that people find value in our Christmas show. But it is one thing that I always say. We do keep Christ in Christmas. So if you're coming, you will hear songs like Jingle Bells and things like that. But you're also going to hear the message of Christ's birth when you come to our shows. And we will always, always keep it that way. So if you're in the true Christmas spirit, December 9th, come and see us. But uh, that is a benefit for Volunteer Owensboro. So you was talking a little bit about that a while ago. And, and yeah, I started that from from my own volunteering experiences, my family volunteers, I grew up watching my mom and dad and granddad and aunts and uncles and everybody in my community of Knoxville always helped one another and volunteered in some way. So that I just carried that on. But at some point I realized our town here, our community, there were so many great nonprofits and so many good people that want to help, but there was a void. So we started volunteer one squirrel to try to, uh, you know, uh, close that gap, so to speak. And then, like you said, from there, I was thinking, these are all God things. They're all Mm -hmm. things that God has revealed to me. But I I thought if you can't, cause I I used to think as I volunteered, like if people could just come in these doors and experience this volunteering, they would just really get hooked and want to do this all the time. And then when you can't physically bring somebody in the doors the second closest thing is video, right? Right. So that's where the idea for Project Volunteer came from. And I reached out to my my sister from another mother, <laughs> Teresa. I reached out <laughs> to you. I was like, I, I, would you co-host this show with me? And then we've just been having a blast now for four seasons, just going around and experiencing all these nonprofits and ways to volunteers. Of course, we've met so many incredible volunteers, so many incredible testimonies and from recipients. And I mean, did you, uh, we still learn things all the time, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Randy, we've only got like 15 seconds. Tell us the date of John Lanham Jam Day again. Saturday, October 28th, 10 to 4 p.m., Yellow Creek Park. Christmas show with Brian White is December 9th at the Bluegrass Music Hall of Fame and Museum. All right. Thanks, brother, for a great interview. Thanks, Teresa. (laughs) You're welcome. And thank you for listening. I'm Teresa Rowe. Everyone have a blessed day. Bye. Thank you for listening to Shape by Faith with Teresa Rowe. Remember to visit shapebyfaith.com to find out more about workouts, the TV show, podcasts, blogs, Shape by Faith products, and much more.